I'm here and I hope, hope y'all ready to take report because remember tonight we in pediatrics. They floated me to pediatrics and I don't know why they keep sending me every time I want to get comfortable somewhere. They want to float me to a different unit. I can barely keep up, but old Henrietta doing her best. So I'm going to give you report. I hope you're ready. I, I need to tell everybody I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Some of you have been here all four nights and you know what it's like. You know what it's like. And tonight we are doing the fourth shift. So come on in. I see it's about 500. So yeah, on here tonight from all over the world. Some from Florida, some from Jamaica, uh, some from the all over the Caribbean, Africa and all such and such Russia all over. Yins from all over everywhere. Gee. I'm giving away $200 on tonight, too, as well. $200, Ohio in the house. I see you, Ohio. Okay, okay, Miss Henrietta got a port for you, too. And if you got your workbooks, then you know <laughs> that this is all brought to you by the V2. Not to be mistaken with the VT. Or the BET. It's just a B2 for you tonight, and it's going to help you. We're doing a running a special on the night. The night, all right. New York in the house. New York in the house. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. All right, we're going to get into it now. Is y'all ready for report? Because I ain't going to wait. Some of y'all be late to this program, and then, then y'all miss report. Don't know what's going on. But whoo. Chad, I'm glad you made it. I see all your beautiful people all over the place. And you know one person I don't see tonight? I don't see Mark following me around. Y'all know that man follow me around. Every time I turn around, he there. I wonder if his wife know how he follow me around the hospital talking about he a chaplain. Chaplain all on my patients. Always want to pray up with somebody, but I think he's sweet on Miss Henrietta. He ought to tell his wife how he chased me around the hospital. Mm, mm, mm. Mark everywhere, still praying all such and such. Want to be holding on my hands and everything. Lord have mercy. All right. Now your patient tonight is Miss Gabriella McKenzie. And I love this baby. She's so sweet. She's a sweet baby, but... Something ain't right in the gumbo. You know what they, you know how they say something ain't right in the gumbo with this case. And I didn't have too, too much time with her, but I'm going to give you her report. Okay. I'm going to give you her report. Oh Lord have mercy. Now she a sweet girl, nine years old named Gabriella McKenzie. Her daddy brought her in talking about today she didn't want to walk nowhere. I find it strange that a nine-year-old don't want to walk nowhere. He come in carrying her around and everything, such and such. The girl barely looked me in the eye. Who you hear these kids on the pediatric floor? I got to get up out of here. Anyway, the girl barely looked me in the eye. And I noticed that her right leg was swollen. Right leg was hurting her so bad, I had to give her medication. Y'all see on her ma, the girl's allergic to latex. 
I don't know where they came up with it from because the girl barely speaking, her daddy didn't know much about her. Oh, Henrietta gave her some morphine because the girl was in such a good, uh, good ruckus of pain, crying and such and such all the time, crying all the time, didn't want to walk. Now, what questions you got for me? Mm-hmm. Daddy said that, uh, the daddy told me that she hurt her leg. She fell down the steps. That's what the daddy tell me. Now she tell me another story. You got to ask her yourself. Baby said the pain was 10 out of 10. Right leg pain. Did I tell you it was the right leg pain? I tell you it was the right leg. It was the right leg that was hurting her. X-ray showed, and there was an X-ray done, and the X-ray showed that it was a closed fracture. It was a closed fracture. Yeah. Okay. What else I got to tell you? Lord have mercy. Oh, after I gave her the morphine, after I gave her the morphine, the respirations dropped just a little bit. Check them all. You can see they came down just a little bit, but the baby's still on room air. 98% I think it is. All of the other vital signs was normal. Nothing else normal. But we got some work to do with this one because something ain't right in the gumbo. And you know Miss Henrietta knows some gumbo. Something ain't right. Well, they floating me to the newborn nursery. They want me to help deliver some babies. Y'all been following me around all week long, so I reckon y'all going to be in the newborn nursery tomorrow. Y'all get Miss Henrietta's patience then, okay? I'm going to go. Any more questions for me? Did you have any questions? Well, I don't know if I got enough information to say this gal being abused. Y'all can find that out. You know you're a mandatory reporter, but Miss Henrietta don't like to get involved in all that stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know all of that. I'm going to let you talk to the patient. I got to go. You hear? I'm going because next thing I know, Mark be coming around talking about he want to pray with Miss Henrietta. And I got to go. I got to go. Y'all read my notes. Let me give you my notes right here. Hello everyone, my name is Belva Tezano and I am a repeat test taker. I graduated May of 2021. I have taken my NCLEX multiple times and unsuccessful. I use sources like UWorld, Archer, and NCLEX Prep. I joined the Remar family back in August of 2022. I did the six weeks course and I went take my test this morning. I came home, I tried the PVT trick, and I got the good pop-up. I finished nursing school in the middle of a pandemic with two children under the age of three. So if I can do it, you can do it too. Don't give up and follow your dreams. What does Remar say? We must, we can, we will pass NCLEX. 
All right, guys. So we are looking at Miss Henrietta's notes. Do y'all see it? Uh, did y'all see it? Um, I want to go. I want to go and talk to this patient because I have some questions as I'm as I'm going to be guiding y'all through this scenario. So let's talk to the patient. I'm going to bring her in. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Hi. Hi, Gabriella. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Um, my name is Nurse Regina, and I'm here with the Remar nurses. Okay. And we are going to be your nurses for tonight. We know you have Miss Henrietta, but she's gone now. And so we're going to be your nurse. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. Okay. The first question is this. Um, What's your name? Can you tell us what your name is? My name is Gabriella. Gabriella, okay. And how old are you? I'm nine years old. Okay, all right. You're nine years old. And um, how did you hurt yourself? I fell on the playground. I have. I don't know. I don't know. You don't. You don't know how you hurt yourself. No. Okay. Um, hmm. Who brought you into the hospital? My dad. Your dad? Do you have um, Do you have your mom? Is your mom living with you? No. No, she's not living with you. No. Okay. Um, is that your dad with you? Yes. Okay. Um, so I see that your leg, your right leg is hurting you. Uh, it's, it's a little swollen, huh? Um, how is it feeling right now? Are you having any pain? No. No, you're not having any pain? Okay. Um, Miss Henry, I gave you some medication. Did it make you feel better? Sort of, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, on a scale of zero to 10, zero being no pain and 10 being the worst pain, like when it, when it, when it first happened, right? Um, how bad is your pain? Like about a five. It's about a five right now. Okay. And um, I see here that um, you, you have some bruises on your back. How'd you get those bruises? I don't know. Okay. Um, and then it, it says here that you, um, it says here that you fell and hurt yourself. How long, uh, how long ago did you fall and hurt yourself? I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so that, okay, that's good. And then also, how about this, hon? Can you tell me if you have any allergies to any medications? Do you know? Um, I don't really know because I don't often go to the doctors and I've never really been in a hospital. Okay. All right. And 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 dad is right there with you, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, okay. We're going to make sure that we take good care of you, okay? Okay. All right. 
All right. Um, so we will check back in with you in a minute, but you did very good. You're a good girl. You did a really good job telling me all that information. Okay, Gabriella, I'm really proud of you. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll check in with her later. Okay. Um, so here we go, guys, with tonight's patient on the pediatric floor and you guys know all of the history we got a report from the patient and we got miss henrietta's report so my first question is this Woo! um in addition to the vital signs and laboratory values what other assessment findings is missing from the report all right what other assessment of findings are we missing from the report. What are some things we need to know? And remember, nurses, you are here because the patient did what? Because the patient is having a medical problem. So don't neglect that medical challenge that the patient is having because we definitely need to address that. I see a lot of comments on the screen right now, but we what we think might be happening, but what assessment findings are we missing? All right, this is very important that layers, 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 layers. All right, these patients are are giving us um, <laughs> giving us a lot to think about. But as far as assessment, there are some things that we are missing here. So let's put it on. All right. And also, I know we really can't question a child alone if their parent is there. They have a legal right for that child. So it's very challenging for me as a nurse or for you as a nurse to tell a parent to separate from their child. Okay. Keep that in mind. All right. As we work through this case. All right. So here we go. And here we go. Here we go. We are missing a lot of um, assessment findings and laboratory findings. So these are some things that are, these are some things that we need to have. This is the answer to question number one. Woo, we need to know the neurovascular checks. This young person came in because they could not bear weight on their right lower extremity. What is going on with that lower extremity? Miss Henrietta said it was a fracture, a fracture there. How are the pulses? What is it? What is it doing? Is it swollen? Is it what happened? Okay. Also, all right. Also, also, also a skin assessment. If there's bruises, if there is, where else could there be bruises? If there's multiple bruises on the child. And then the nutritional assessment, okay? The nutritional assessment. An another assessment finding is too, the child's birthday, right? Something I didn't, um, that we had, I thought we had it on here, let me see. Yeah, the birthday's on here. So we have, we have a birthday here, so we have that. Um, we have the doctor. I saw somebody put doctor. We have a doctor, but yes, there were bruises with different stages of healing on them. And the child could not tell us how anything happened. The stories are conflicting right now. So those are the assessments that we're missing. Very good. Very good. Very good here. Next question is this gender weight, right? So Gabriella was a female um, patient based on the report here you guys go because this is what y'all are on already <laughs> y'all are on this what are some indicators of abuse what are some indicators 
of abuse on here. And there were many, um, I think we do have physical evidence of abuse, but there's also some verbal evidence of abuse. And I wanna know if you guys picked that up because that was a cue. Um, that was definitely a cue. What are some things that she said that she did that just was not great? And I want you to write it down and then I'll add some more. Ooh, that there's a, is are y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this type of nursing? Y'all want to be nurses? Y'all want to be this type of nursing? Whoa, oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. All right. So definitely the child at any point is fallen two days now, even based off of the father's report, it's been two days since this thing happened to the child and they're just now getting medical care. You know us mothers um, and us very proactive fathers, if our child even looks like something is not right, temperature, fever, coughing, pain, we're at the urgent care immediately. We're at the urgent care immediately. So when there is a delay in medical care for acute injuries, it kind of gives you the feeling that the child is not a priority, all right? How about this? Um, stories not matching, okay? We are getting stories about how the child happened, uh, you know, how the child said, I don't, I don't, I fell at the playground. I don't know. Okay. Um, the father saying she fell down the steps or vice versa. Okay. That's not normal for a nine-year-old. They like to tell it all, especially if there's a girl, she likes to talk. They usually like to communicate. Also, you know, nobody can really say what happened. Nobody witnessed it. All right. Um, and then the child's behavior. Yes. Child is looking down, not making eye contact, very reserved, doesn't know how she got bruises. Um, also told us she don't go to the doctor much. You know, it's her first time in the hospital, which is fine, it's your first time in the hospital, but normally as a nine-year-old, you have to go for annual checkups, you have to go for vaccinations, okay? And so the child's behavior should be an alarm to a, a healthcare provider that there's something going on in this situation, in this situation. Um, there's a difference between stranger anxiety and stranger danger, but normally children are warm, they're inquisitive. Children are usually inquisitive, they're curious. And so when you see flat affect, no eye contact, seemingly afraid to speak, that's signs of abuse, okay? All right, there we go. Three, 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 three. This is a great one and I'm challenging you here, okay? If abuse is suspected, okay, which two factors are the top priority to be explored? Choose only two. I like this comment by Elise. She is very articulate, which shows to me she is intelligent. Her dictation, her diction is great, yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. Which two? I didn't, I don't, I, this is critical thinking. 
All right. Um, hmm. Which two are going to be the most important? People are saying one in five. All right. If abuse is suspected, which two factors are the top priority to be explored? And remember, oh, mm, let me let me frame it a different way because I feel like you guys are um, thinking about it in non-clinical terms. You're a nurse. So if you suspect abuse, what are some things that you have to do for next gen? Remember, um, remember I told you that I have to write questions for next gen that are differential diagnosis. So if you suspect abuse, you need to be able to rule out other conditions they may mimic abuse, okay? And that's what this question is about. That's what I'm trying to get you to think about. What two factors need to be explored before we just jump to the conclusion that some things are abuse? There we go. There we go. Things are turning or turn it around, you guys. Turn it around. <laughs> Good job. This is critical thinking. This is what you showed up for all over the globe. You guys are coming because you want to be pressed in. You want to be challenged. Okay. So the correct answer here is the correct answer here is religion and bleeding disorders okay based off of this patient so in religion there is a practice called cupping and it is helpful to heal the body it's used in times of sickness and so if your patient comes from a religion that they practice cupping all right that they have religious practices for healing alternative therapies you need to know that, okay? And then also bleeding disorders. If Gabriella is a hemophiliac, then that would explain the bruises, okay? Because what we're looking for right now are factors of uh, abuse. And so we're, we're trying to, we are trying to rule out her clinical presentation, okay? You guys get it? Yes, and I'm glad you showed up here. You've showed up. If you're learning something, you're in the right place. If you know all this stuff, click off, click off. But if you're learning something, subscribe to this YouTube channel, like the Facebook page, kick around, because this is what we do. This is what we do here. We learn, we learn, we learn. All right. Woo. I'm moving on. I'm pressing you and I'm moving on. I explained it. We can come back to it if you have questions about it later. Let's move on. We're digging in. We're digging in. Four, which diagnostic test or laboratory value can be used to confirm? Tell me, these three. Malnutrition, physical abuse, and neglect. All right? Malnutrition, physical abuse, and neglect. So what I'm asking you is this. I'm asking you, if I suspect Mm, malnutrition, what laboratory value can I look at? And shout out to all my nurses who got the V2, who learned this information in my lecture. I love it. I see the answers on the screen. Um, physical abuse. What are some things I can do to confirm physical abuse in a child? What do I need? And neglect. What are some things that I can use to um 
do to charge neglect or think about neglect? Rodo's answers rolling, rolling, rolling in. Yes. All right. Good job. I see albumin. I see x-rays. Some people are saying CBCs. A lot of people are saying x-rays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Electrolyte, bruises, okay, wounds, various stages of healing. All right. So remember, we're talking about neglect. Now, neglect is different from physical abuse, right? What's the difference between neglect? Because there's, there's, there's different types of abuse. You have sexual abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse, and neglect, right? Did I get all of them? Neglect is different. So here are my answers. For malnutrition, I'm looking at the albumin level. The albumin level is going to tell me, the albumin level is going to tell me the level of protein that my kid has, right? And that's going to tell me their eating patterns, their eating habits, if they're getting enough um, nutritious food, right? Okay, the physical abuse is a skeletal survey. You could do an x-ray of the entire body. Yeah, you could do that. The skeletal survey, though, is going to definitely allow me to check um, essentially the patient's body. There was this one case where a, a toddler came in because he had a bruise up here on the bridge of his face, which you really don't you know, expect that for a child. It was almost like he had a black eye. And so he came in for the black eye and they found that he had 17 fractures all over his little body from physical abuse. So we want to definitely make sure that if this child has a broken leg, right, that it took two days to come in to get treatment for, what other wounds or small things is the child dealing with, okay? All right, neglect. With neglect, with neglect, a shout out to my nurse right here. I'm so glad that you're still watching. That's the point. I, I love it. I love when Remar nurses come back. Thank you for being here tonight. We're live. Okay. Um, neglect means you're not getting something that you're supposed to have. You're not getting something that you need. So uh, if we look at the vaccination records and the child is, has only gotten their infant vaccinations, right? Hasn't gotten any other vaccinations since then with no explanation. If the child is truly right saying, I don't go to the doctors, I just don't go, okay? Um, or if they're delayed in developmental milestones. Now, Gabriella did seem very smart, very intelligent. She spoke very well, but we don't know. Can Gabriella read, right? If I told her to put on, uh, you know, socks, because she put them on independently, what are her developmental milestones that are lacking that may indicate that this child is neglected, just neglected, okay? All right, I love it, love it that you're here. You guys are picking up on all the cues. Y'all ready to take NCLEX right now? I bet you, I bet you all of you guys could probably take the NCLEX right now and pass it because your brains are just churning. They're going, I love it, love it, love it. Okay, I'm pressing you again. Based off of the following presentation all right what are the orders what are the orders that you would expect for this patient and i want you guys to challenge yourself challenge me i don't you know like let's talk about it well what would you say what would we do for this patient like i 
I don't know. Hmm. The diet, the activity level, and preparing the patient for. Hmm. What would you guys say? And I love it. I love it. I'm going to actually, let's see here. The diet, the activity level, and the order. I see here extra protein. I'm agreeing with that. I don't want to have it on the screen. Diet, activity level. Mm -hmm. I'm adding some of your answers because some of the answers are really good and I don't want to, I want to put them on there level what's that yeah okay are uh, you guys are like what is going on okay and prepare for we have we have some things what, what should we be preparing the patient for we were saying regular diet normal diet um out of bed is tolerated bed rest what about her what are we preparing for mm -hmm. yep and also yep all right let me put it on here okay i'm gonna show it to you guys now all right, and here we go. All right, you're ready? Here we go. This is what I have. The diet, high protein diet, okay? Also, we want to have the activity less. I put bed rest, but if you guys put bed rest with bathroom privileges, I would say that's okay too. Bed rest with bathroom privileges for this patient right now, okay? Because with a fracture, you guys, we, what are we worried about in fractures? What can happen to the patient? All right. Um, so we don't really want them up moving around. And then we have to prepare for surgery and or cast placement. All right. If it's a fracture, I don't know if it has to be surgically prepared, uh, but more than likely the baby going to need a cast. Mm. Yeah. All right. So this is what we have for Miss Gabriella. All right. Yes. And that was, that's what I was thinking. Blood, blood clots. Um, I asked you guys a question about that a little bit later on, so I don't want to talk too much about it, but yeah, that's what we're worried about. Yeah. Yep. We're definitely worried about it. Okay. Let me move on. Let me ask you guys this. The question is this from the worksheet. What is the indication of the following? So we're asking now about her. We're moving into the interventions and the treatment. So what is, the, um, what is the indication for diazepam? Why would we be wanting to give diazepam to Gabriella? Because it's on here. And then also an orthopedic splint. An orthopedic splint. Good job. Somebody said anxiety. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Um, so the orthopedic splint, I think most of you guys have for immobilization, but diazepam, remember how we, um, remember how we wanted to give um, diazepam to Mr. Coles, Ashley Arthur Coles, because of the possible DTs. We also need to think about diazepam pam being like a muscle relaxant in general and so diazepam can be used for muscle relaxation as well and anxiety we used to giving it for anxiety but sometimes or orthopedic patients will get it too muscle relaxer yeah so you guys knew that yeah yep 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 
So we have to be thinking about that. All right. And coming from her, coming from her background, she might be having a little anxiety. She actually may be having a little anxiety. Okay, cool. Love it. Now, Gabriella has fractures. So give me two complications of long-term bone fractures. Two complications of long-term bone fracture. Okay. What do, what do we say? I've heard, I've heard, um, or I've seen one, which was, do I have it on here? Um, oh, no, I got to put it on here. There was two. Yeah, so one is, let me just add it really quickly. I don't know what's happening to my answers tonight, but one is compartment syndrome. Yeah. And then the other one that I was thinking about was fat embolism. Yeah. So those are my two. And I guess we're talking about bone bone fractures. So with compartment syndrome, right? With compartment syndrome, we know the the pressure in the muscles, they um they're going to that that pressure in that muscle cabin is going to increase and it can actually split. Somebody put what a fat embolus is or how does that happen? You guys should be familiar with this because this is an emergency. And and some people are like really shocked that they have it. Like, wow, I really got it. <laughs> I got those two. No, I saw fat embolism early on. I saw somebody put fat embolism early on. But those are the two complications when we talk about bone fractures. And so no matter how young or old you are, these two things are something that doesn't discriminate based on your age. You can get it. So my girl Gabriella right now is a very acute patient because she could possibly um, have either one of these conditions. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I'm moving on. And I know I don't have to say this because you guys have already, were already ready to go at the door. Should the nurse notify Child Protective Services? Should the nurse notify child protective services what do you think mm, it's like a hands down hands down would you let this child be discharged home oh my goodness absolutely this is a resounding yes we have to okay um so and, and this just means activate like yeah like definitely activated and i wanted you guys to understand that we are we are definitely reportable like we are reportable citizens and i wouldn't need really honestly um even based off the little the little bit that we do know about gabriella aside from us getting a skeletal survey and everything else, if a child like that comes in with a, a bone fracture of the right leg, right? And looking down afraid, if you get a bad feeling, like if you get a, like, just like something don't seem right, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Because when I was even preparing for this, I read that like something like 3 million children are being abused. And most of the abusers are their parents or a step parent. Like most of those abusers are a parent or a step parent. And so 
this is uh this is something maybe we don't like to think about as nurses but it is your duty it is your duty out there to to report something like this and uh, just some notes on reporting as well report when you have a reason to believe maltreatment may have occurred and this can be based on what you see what you hear or even what you have been told okay what you see what you hear or even what you have been told it is considered a misdemeanor not to report abuse if there is reasonable suspicion so you can get in trouble if you don't report abuse not let alone the guilt that you know you sent a child um, back into a situation that they were not safe in and then also if you um, are reporting abuse you are not going to be civil or criminally liable if you're reporting it in good faith okay um and so yeah some, some people are saying gabrielle is just shy yes she may really just be shy um but there's other things that uh <laughs> that, that that could be going on as well all right this is a question that i have on the worksheet if you have it and it's this it is if the mother comes to the hospital, if Gabriella's mother comes to the hospital, okay, and requests to take the child home, should the mother be allowed to take the child from the father? Okay. Um, and this is a good question. I like this question. Actually, I see it here. What are, what if you are reporting and you're not too sure? That's the idea. You don't have to be positive to report it. I like that question a lot. Um, you don't have to be positive to report it because it's not your um, it's not your responsibility to confirm it. It's your responsibility to activate a what? All you're trying to do is activate an investigation. You just want to investigate. Child Protective Services, they want to go into the home. They want to talk to both parents. They want to talk to the child alone, all right? Um, and so these are things that uh, you don't have to, you like you won't follow it all the way to the end but you definitely should get it started okay all right okay so i like the comments here i like the comments so i asked the question if the mother comes should the mother be allowed to take gabriella home hmm. right what do you guys think about that oh i love it some people are like mm, it kind of depends it kind of depends but no this isn't a this is like a yes or no question and this is a safety this is an inclex passing or inclex failing question to me because this is critical thinking but it's also whether or not you're going to be a safe nurse okay somebody said where was she at in the first place <laughs> y'all are ruthless i love i love the remark community y'all got the questions when the mother show up no where was you at in the first place why is the, why is why are we even here <laughs> i love it okay um the answer is absolutely not no the child don't get to go home with nobody no 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 you can't take her home either no all right, because we don't know, and that's the thing, and that's the thing about it. She could possibly be the abuser. We have no idea. Maybe the dad came over on his weekly visits and saw his daughter jacked up, 
and now bringing her to the hospital. So we don't know. I mean, we can't automatically assume it's the dad. Safety does matter. Oh, yes. Okay, are you guys tracking with me? I'm so glad we're doing this case today. Y yes, no, the mother should not be allowed to take the child home. More investigation has to be done first. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got questions first. So the idea, guys, was that we think about this. We do a proper investigation, okay? Um, so yes, we don't want to, we don't want to send her back to either one of her parents. We, nobody is to be trusted in this place. And see, that's why I don't work in pediatrics. Cause I've even tried to take kids home with me. Come on home with me. Let's just not even go like, but you know, you can't do that. Okay. Next question is this. Um, and this is simply it guys, as we prepare to close out this case, um, I'm always asking you this, were you a safe nurse today? Are you happy with the care that you provided? That's the question that we have to ask ourselves at the end of every shift. Were we happy in our care, in our standards of critical thinking? Did we um, not understand what labs were? Okay. And so I, I would say, um, did you not recognize religion was something to be prioritized? Okay. Finding that out. Um, did you decide that the mother could take the baby home? <laughs> Love it. Good job today, guys. Good job on today's case. I could listen more to the thing. Yeah. Oh man. Excellent job today showing up for fourth shift. We went to the pediatrics. So if you are not, if, if pediatrics is not your thing, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're here to learn. You're here to learn. Okay, so tomorrow, um, remember, these are the things that we are trying to do differently. If you are at day four on your fourth shift and you still don't have the workbook, you need to get that, okay? Um, setting up an alarm to make sure you're showing up on time. You guys show up on time. I usually start this broadcast where I open it up at 730 It'd be people here at 7.30 waiting for 8 o'clock to come up. And I think that's so amazing. Um, show up on time. You guys are good about that. Applying yourself to the material. I love the comments. Yep. Learning from your mistakes. Every day I'm, I'm, I'm repeating some mistakes and you guys are catching them. Hey, what's the allergies? Let's do this. All right. Um, and then preparing for the next lesson. Now we have another lesson. This is just day four of seven days of NCLEX. And I'm telling y'all, I really love this. I have not done anything like this before, but this is a whole vibe. This is a whole vibe right now. Looking at these patients, bringing them on, having you guys hear them. So shout out to you. Uh, this is Remar. Hi, if you're new here to this channel, this is RemarNurse.com, Remar for NCLEX. And this is what we do. We sit down, we study together, we are a global community. The nurses can put where they're from. I got nurses from all over. If I start naming the cities, the states, the countries, I'd be here all night. But we come together and we study for NCLEX. So subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube. And you can kick it with us because we have a good time. And we pass NCLEX too. All right. Right now, this is the seven days of NCLEX. And we are in it to win it. What we're about to do is we're about to go into my NCLEX review and fill out your workbook. And we are going to look at medication administration. So I want you guys to get your workbook out. And 
as we do a lecture, I want you to sit and I want you to try to evaluate if you know the information that I'm going to tell you before I say it. So during my lectures, I like to ask you guys a lot of questions to see if you learned something in nursing school or not. When I'm doing an NCLEX review, my goal is to just bring out the highlights of what you were supposed to learn in nursing school. Now, the problem is a lot of the stuff I talk about, you never learned in nursing school. So that's okay, all right? Because I teach slowly and plainly so that you understand it. Even if you didn't learn it in nursing school, you need to know it for your nursing license exam. You want to pass NCLEX? This is the stuff you got to know. So we're going to start tonight with medication administration. Let's get into it. Get your workbooks out and let's get to filling this information out. We are back. We're gonna go over some medication administration points so that you can demonstrate you know how to properly give a medication. You know, before we give medications to any clients, there are the rights that we have to check. And there are many rights. I know we started with six, but now they're like 20. But some of them are making sure we have the right patient, the right drug, the right dose, the right route, the right time, the right documentation, and I know you guys know many more. Remember, we always verify three times those rights before we administer any medication. Let's look at the different routes that you can give a medication and talk specifically about things to note. So for PO, there are crushed and liquid medications. Now, we already talked about when you're NPO for the diet section. So PO here means by mouth. NPO means nothing by mouth. But for crushed medications, remember, you can give them orally, but you do not crush meds that end in these letters, these very important letters. They are E-C, E-R, E-X, and S-R. Do you know what these abbreviations mean? E-C means what? Enteric coated. So it's specifically made not to dissolve in the stomach. E-R is extended release. E-X could also mean extended. And S-R means sustained release. So these medications should not be crushed. They need to dissolve as the manufacturer intended them to. Now, when it comes to liquid medications, remember nurses, we always measure them on a flat surface. We always measure them on a flat surface. And if you're administering a liquid medication for an infant, you want to use a syringe to measure that medication. Oh, let's talk about ear medications. When you have to give an ear medication, the start of it is how to hold the penna. And the penna of the ear 
is the part of the ear on the outside of the body that you see. So it's the part of the ear on the outside of our heads. Um, and it's mostly made of cartilage. But the way that you hold that penna will facilitate where that medication goes. So there's different ways for the adult and the child. For the adult, you hold the penna up and back, up and back. And for the child, you hold the penna down and back. And when I say child, I mean, this is for the child about three years old. I always remember this because with an adult, there's a U and adult and there's a U and up. So I remember that I hold the penna up and back. And with child, there's a D and down and there's a D and child. So that's down and back. Medications should be room temperature because if you give a client a cold ear drop medication, it will cause dizziness and vomiting. How long should you wait when you give an ear medication before giving it in the other ear or changing positions? What do you say? Five minutes is the correct time length after you give a medication to allow the medication to travel through the ear canal. Now let's talk about rectal medications. Rectal medications are an alternative to PO or IV medication administration. A big point before you give a rectal medication, you have to use lubrication. And that lubrication is going to be a water-based lubricant. Never petroleum, always water-based. There are three types of enemas that I want you to be aware of, and they are actually oral enemas, right? So you can have a rectal enema or you can have an oral enema. So an oral enema essentially means you drink it. So let's talk about the three. The first one is barium. Barium is a white chalky substance that is usually given before a diagnostic procedure. If you're having a diagnostic procedure, like a CAT scan of the abdomen or the intestines, the healthcare provider will have you drink the barium because not only is it uh, enema, but it also will cause the intestines to light up on the diagnostic procedure. The second type of oral enema is called lactulose. And lactulose, again, is a substance that you drink, and it will cause you to expel what from the intestines? Because you're going to have, uh, you're going to have actually diarrhea. That's the way the enemas work. But with lactulose, it specifically binds to ammonia. So you will be able to reduce the ammonia level in your client with lactulose. And this is very important for clients that have what kind of issues. You guys remember what kind of patients have problems with ammonia? You remember our renal patients, right? Because if they're eating a lot of red meats, they're not excreting that protein. And so it ferments into the body and becomes ammonia. So lactulose will help patients get rid of that ammonia. And the last enema is called K-exalate. 
And if you think about what it gets rid of, which is potassium, potassium is represented by the K. And so this will get rid of the K, it's called K-exalate, and it will help reduce potassium through the bowels. route of medication is the eye medication and the steps to administering an eye medication appropriately is to tell the client to look a certain way do you know what it is do we tell the clients to look up or should they look down if we're trying to put a medication in their eye they should look up yes they should look up and then replace the medication in the lower conjunctiva sac that is where it should be absorbed. You do not want to place medication directly on the cornea, which I see happen a lot. You put an eye drop, even patients do it to themselves. When they put eye drops in, they put it directly into their eye, directly on the eye, but the cornea is very sensitive and it's very delicate. So you can actually decrease your vision or cause blindness by putting drops directly onto your cornea. Now, if NCLEX gives you a scenario where eye drops are prescribed and eye ointments are prescribed, hmm, which one do you give first? Do you give the eye drop or do you give the eye ointment first? The correct answer is the eye drop. Yes, you wanna give the eye drop first because the eye ointment is usually a thicker, consistency. So if you put that in the eyes first, the eye drop, which is a liquid medication, is not going to be able to penetrate that ointment that may have a petroleum base or something else that would block it. Oh, we got to talk about the G-tubes, those gastric tubes, because we give medication through there all the time. Now, initially, when a G-tube is placed, you need to check for placement with an X-ray. So an X-ray should be done to determine that that tube is in the correct place. And, and normally the doctor will have to write an order that it is okay to use the tube because it's been confirmed. Also, before you put any medications in a tube, you need to assess for residuals. What's a residual? The residual is when you actually take an empty syringe and you pull back on that tube to see if you get um, residuals of feedings or fluids in that manner. When it comes to residuals, the magic number has now been increased to 500. That's right, 500. Before, if you guys remember, it was 100. 100 was the number. If you got more than 100 back in residuals, you had to hold the medication. But now the number is 500. So you can get up to 500 milliliters of fluid, food, or whatever back and still be able to give a medication. Now, if you get over 500, then what does that indicate? that now indicates delayed gastric emptying. And so the healthcare provider needs to be notified. Remember, 
Medications should be given via gravity. We should not push any medications into the tube. It should run by gravity. And if multiple medications are administered, they need to be administered separately. We should not be mixing all the medications into one container and then giving them. All right, let's talk about IM injections. IM injections are injections, of course, into the muscle. It's very important for us to know how much medication a muscle can hold. So for an adult, the maximum amount of a medication that one muscle can hold is five milliliters. And for the child, the maximum amount a medication can hold is two milliliters. When it comes to IM injections, there's always a question of, do you aspirate, do you not aspirate? For most IM injections, you do not need to aspirate for them, okay? Um, and then specifically, NCLEX may ask you, do you aspirate for vaccinations? The correct answer is no, you do not aspirate for vaccinations. When it comes to giving injections, remember, do not give IM injections into paralyzed muscles. When the muscles are not well developed, they will not be able to absorb the medication appropriately. And just for fundamental sake, remember, you inject at a 90 degree angle. Oh, the final route that I want to talk about is the topical route of medication. And remember, topical medications are applied directly to the body surface. So that includes creams, ointments, lotions, and patches. Let me ask you this. Would we consider shampoo a topical medication? What do you guys think? Is shampoo a topical medication? Yes, absolutely. It's applied directly to the scalp. So we would consider that. Remember, for our patients, we need to wash their skin or wherever the medication is applied daily and make sure that skin is dry for best absorption. And specifically when it comes to patches, whether it's for pain or smoking or birth control, you want to make sure that you remove old patches before placing new ones on the patient. And then for our registered nurses, we always use gloves whenever we are giving any route of a medication. And finally, always document that you gave that medication because if you didn't document it, then the courts will interpret that you did not do it. Okay, medication administration is complete. Let's move on to the next topic. Hey! You are watching the NCLEX V2. If you like that, that was a small portion of my collection of NCLEX preparation videos and quizzes inside of the V2. Right now we're doing our seven days of NCLEX special pro promotion price for the product, $89. That's it. That's it for everything that I have created content-wise for you. And I am not only 
giving the price of $89, but we're also giving away $200 for our social media followers. So tonight's winner came from TikTok. I saw a lot of you guys start following on TikTok. So our winner tonight is Imani Kip. Yeah, you are our winner tonight, $200. I sent you a message on TikTok, but please email me support at remarnurse.com. Support at remarnurse.com. Um, and then tomorrow, guys, we're going to do fifth shift. And also we have our winner for tomorrow is going to be coming from Facebook. We're going to have a Facebook winner tomorrow. So I am happy. I am happy, 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 happy. Because we have a lot of nurses on Facebook to follow us. So congratulations. Okay. Um, questions about V2. If you want to get it now, um, you can go to remarnurse.com. You can go to remarnurse.com to tap into the V2. And the questions that I've been getting about it, you guys can ask me questions right now about V2. But one of the biggest questions is the workbook. Do I get a printed workbook with V2? No, 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 no. V2 comes with a downloadable workbook, but you will get the QuickFacts book shipped out to you. And typically that comes in about three days, depending on where you are. So I'll ship the QuickFacts to you and then we'll have the downloadable V2 workbook so you can get started right away. And V2 is lectures, just like you saw. So it's not like a... A switcheroo when you get in there is nothing but like slides or PowerPoint. <laughs> it's actual lectures for V2. Okay. All right. Um, and then also people are asking me, oh, Grace, you got yours today. Perfect. The Quick Facts book has sold out by itself. So if you were wanting the Quick Facts book by itself, you can't get it by itself. Um, it's only coming with the packages right now. So that's why I said you guys have to um Take advantage of the sale while supplies last, please. Um, I received my quick facts book today. I'm so happy, okay? V2 is video, yes, okay. Um, let me see here if I can. V2 is absolutely video. So, oh no, this is Mark's computer, so I'm not even gonna try to do nothing strange with it. V2 is video, guys. It is a collection of my videos um, lectures that I take you through an NCLEX course, you get a downloadable workbook, and then you also get quick facts. Plus it's a question bank too, like a full question bank. That's why we're saying it's better um, than the original v v VT question. Okay, I'm gonna answer some of these questions. You can, you can delay your start up to 90, uh, not up to 90 days. If you already have the quick facts book, um, if you already have the quick facts book, then the VT, Two is only $69. If you take the quick facts away from the package, we drop the rate for that for you guys. Um, so if I buy the V2, will I get quick facts as well? Yes. If you buy the V2, you will get quick facts as well. All right. Um, can I buy now? Is the quick facts the same as the book I already have? Probably so. If you have the five-star version, that is the current one that's out right now. Um, somebody said, is the one on Amazon from you? Yes. It's the five star is from me. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody says, hold on. I'm trying to get them. Somebody says, I'm upset. I paid almost 200 for the Archer. Mm. Yeah, nope. Nope. Just $89. You're going to get lectures, question bank <laughs> and next gen offering. Um, way 
better than VT. Way better than VT. It is. It's a better NCLEX review. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. All right. So these are the things that you get in the V2. Just so we're clear, you get um, the online. Hold on. Let me hide this. Card. Okay. So you're going to get the three months access. Um, let me take off this overlay too so you guys can see. What I'm talking about. You're going to get the three months access. You're going to get the downloadable workbook. And I know um, sometimes I feel like I'm saying the same things, but we all, we have a lot of new students that are coming on that they don't know. Um, so if you guys are able to help field some of these things, um, then that's good. The question book is the same as the one in 2020. Um, it's the five-star version. So five-star. It says, um, I downloaded and printed my workbook. Perfect. You need to do that right away. Cause I'm going to eat, I email you the workbook, but I also, um, there's also a way that you can download it from inside the V2, um, as well. And even, um, so this is the V2 guys that you get. And as you can see, this is the lecture portion of it. And there's also quizzes inside of the lectures, but these are not these are just quizzes to make sure that you have the material. We also have the question bank and the file vault in V2. Okay. How long are the lectures? The lectures are about 15 minutes. I do have two longer lectures. My longest lecture, I believe, is pregnancy, but that's because I cover basically um, all of antenatal care, all the way to postpartum care in that one video. Clinical math is a, a long lecture too, and then psych as well. Those are the longest, all right? Is next-gen NCLEX harder than the current NCLEX? Mm, statistically, no. Remember, if you guys are following me, I'm doing a 100-day countdown to next-gen NCLEX, and one of, the, um, one of the facts that I said was that they, they released the passing standard for NCLEX RN and NCLEX PN. NCLEX RN passing standard is the same. So that means that it's statistically not more difficult um, than the previous one. However, you guys know that statistics are already skewed. So when you're talking about statistics, the only thing that's really relevant is the sample population that they're getting the statistics from. Who are they asking to do these questions? And so um, with a test like the NCLEX exam, you have to understand that there are certain types of people that do well on standardized tests. And then there are other types of people that don't do well on standardized tests. So you know you, you know your struggles. Um, it will be difficult to those who are not prepared for it. That's what I'll say. Um, it, will, it will be difficult. Okay. Um, let's see. I already have quick facts. Somebody can say... Um, if you delay the start date and is the calendar and workbook available immediately? Yes. If you delay the start date, then um, I email you the workbook. So you can print the workbook from whatever email that you signed up for. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure if you can get the calendar. I believe you can get the calendar because the calendar is in um, the file vault. But if you want the calendar, if you guys want the calendar, this is the registered nurse program. I just clicked on this, the file vault. All right. Um, and you can get your calendar from here, the daily study calendar. Okay. All right. 
questions. If I buy now, can I start in February? Yeah, if you buy now, you can start in February. You're able to um, delay it up to 90 days. So I think I think when we tried it yesterday, you could go all the way up until the end of March. Okay. Um, are my questions similar to you, World? So let's see. I'm going to retake this test that I created. So this is a test that I created. Um, and I just, it's just, I think it's just a sample test that I created. Is the calendar for RN and PN? Yes, the calendar is for RN and PN. So this is a test that I created. It does have next gen question um, styles in here and question types, but you don't have to do them if you don't want to do them. It's all part of, um, it's all part of your choosing. You get to create and build these questions yourself. So you're able to do that. Um, are these questions like UWorld? I don't, I don't know. I haven't been in UWorld. So you guys tell me. I think that I don't know if UWorld is doing next gen yet. Um, I think that my questions are better than UWorld. Simply even just as based on the price. Okay. I think that my questions are better than UWorld because they come with content. And that's the difference. You could do not, I see some question banks that have 6,000 questions in them. 6,000 questions is great, but they're all random. Do they go with anything? Are they teaching you anything? Or are you supposed to memorize 6,000 rationales? I mean, you just got to know what you're going for. The next gen, um, this will be starting in April 1st, 2023. But I need to get ahead of it. You guys need to get ahead of it. Even if you plan to test in February or March, if you are not actively preparing, if you're not taking the steps that you need to take, then you may end up failing and you end up taking next-gen NCLEX. So whatever opportunity you have to start studying now, start studying now, okay? Um, you gotta make sure that you're in the V2. V VT is different from V2, it's a whole different system. And so it looks totally different. It's not the same. So if you're if you have the VT and you're logging in, you're not going to see the V2 because it's on a whole different platform. Okay. Um, yeah. So it, it it really depends on what you want. That's what we wanted to make our prices reasonable for you guys. We know y'all nursing students. If y'all was nurses, I would charge y'all like y'all was nurses. But um, you're not. And I want to make sure you don't have any barriers to it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this will, I think, what do you say? No, I know. I don't want you guys to, I, I really don't want you guys to, to do it. All right. So in the question bank, there is 1400 questions in the RN and 1400 in the PN. All right. And then also throughout the lectures too, there's also questions in there throughout the lectures. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that this is the time now. I don't think it's wise to wait until March or April if you don't have to. And some of you guys that are in nursing school, your nursing school may be giving you access to next gen questions, but some of you guys are not. Uh, you know, nursing programs are reaching out to me asking me, can I help? So I want to make sure that our nurses in this community are prepared. I'm taking my test January 23rd. Is it too late for V2? No, it's not too late because literally anything that you do now like can help you. You have weeks and the study calendar 
let me go. This is okay. So this is a bow tie question. Um, this is a bow tie question, but I'll do it later. I want to go to the file vault again because I want to show the study calendar um, for the person that's testing in a couple weeks. Let me download it. I, I already. Okay. So this is the study calendar for V2. Hold on, it's scanning it for viruses. All right. So with V2, it's only 20 study sessions. And I know 20 study sessions may seem like a lot, but literally if you do five a week and the study sessions are very simple, it's like watching, reading, and answering. That's it. So if you do five study sessions a, a week, you can get through these 20 in four weeks, okay? And my study sessions should be about two hours. So I know you, I know people that have done V2 in two, in two weeks, okay? So I definitely think it's doable. One of the reasons why I think it's doable is because I'm literally telling you what to do every study session. So you don't have to guess. So if you can watch some videos, if you can read some stuff that I tell you to read and you can answer the questions, then you absolutely can do it okay you absolutely can do it all right um and so that's just how much you want to put into it <laughs> says, i'm you are testing in january 2024 do i start now all right um so that's a great question i don't think it's ever too late to start preparing to be a better nurse what i'll say though is that those who do my nursing review my NCLEX review in nursing school get up to the top of their class, surely because they have the core principles of nursing. And so they begin to go into a class and they begin to tell their teacher stuff and they tell their students stuff and they're like the top of the class. So during COVID, a lot of nursing students had to teach themselves because there was no clinicals and they weren't going to school and everything was online. So they did, they did Remar and they said that they loved it. Best thing they could have did. So it, it, depends, it depends on you. Um, Yes, V2, V2 minus quick facts is $69. Yeah. Okay. Can you do the lecture more than once? Yes, absolutely. You can do the lectures more than once. Um, actually, you have to do the course in order. So I take you through the workbook. You start with pregnancy. You continue on to age-specific nursing care. We get into pediatrics. You get into the infant heart defects. And then you move on through that way. But once you watch a video, you can watch it as many times as you want. Okay. All right. Um, I already have the quick facts. So a lot of these questions asking. Okay. I'm so happy you love it. Okay. Do I have a lot of SATA? Um, in the question bank, you can choose whether you want to do easy, moderate, or hard questions. And um, so you'll find that the you'll find that the um, the moderate to hard questions are, are SATA questions or next-gen questions if you choose that. <laughs> All right, I'm starting over an RM program in January. I wish I had this in the beginning. I have Quick Facts book, we'll start now. Do it, do it, do it. Um, you have to do clinicals with this program. You don't have to do clinicals with this program. This program is for the person who doesn't have time to sit in a classroom environment for their NCLEX prep, or who needs more support in nursing school, and they wanna make sure that they are learning what they're supposed to be learning. Sometimes if you go into a classroom already 
studying, um, say if you study congestive heart failure with me, and then your teacher presents it to you, because you know the core principles of congestive heart failure, as the teacher is teaching it, you're able to pick up on even smaller nuances about congestive heart failure that um, maybe other students may have missed because they're still trying to learn it at the same time. So an NCLEX review can support you at many different levels of your nursing program. Okay. Um, hi, Benta. No, it's not too late. If you're testing the end of January, go ahead and do it because essentially you're supposed to be hardcore studying for NCLEX anyways if your test date is that soon. So why not do something that's going to help you? Um, this is a good question here. The question was, how how much time should we dedicate oh, to Remar per day? Okay. Hi, Tammy. How much time should we dedicate to Remar per day? I would say um, max is three hours. Three hours. And I don't care how you break it up. If you want to wake up in the morning, um, I, I just was listening. No, I was reading something and it said most nursing students are scheduling their NCLEX for the morning because that is when their brains are fresh. So if you wake up in the morning, you want to do an hour, set your alarm to do an hour. And then after that, take a break, do that and then come back to it. But no more than three hours a day, I would say. Okay. Okay. I feel like shouting. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Does the $69 include the question bank? What do you guys think? Does $69 include the question bank? I'll ask this. $69? Absolutely, it includes the question bank because I want to give you the resources that will help you pass NCLEX. I'm not trying to nickel and dime y'all. I was trying to nickel and dime y'all. I would make you pay for everything. I'll make you pay for the lectures and then I charge extra for the question bank. And then I double it because I'm one of the only ones who have next-gen questions. And I would say, oh, this is so rare that you guys got to pay $400 for this. No, no, no. Get it all, $89. And if you already have quick facts, get in it for $69 because at the end of the day, I need you guys to pass. Because nursing is rough out there. And I need remar nurses that are knowledgeable and competent in the hospitals where my family is going. Okay. All right. Good job, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show y'all that we're different around here. NCLEX, man, these NCLEX reviews are getting out of hand with these prices. And it's only like that. You know, it's like you can't hate the game, but it's only like that because people are paying them. People are paying the prices. So why not? If I was in it for money making and I knew I could pay charge $200 a month for a question bank, but I can't go to sleep like that. I'm trying to get in heaven. All right, um, first shift book. So first shift is what we've been doing actually. Do I have one? Do I have a first, are the, all the first shifts gone? Is there one? I don't even know if I have a first shift, my own self. Anyways, oh, here we go. Okay, first shift is um, how to dominate your first two years of nursing. So these, these are the things that I did to get myself where I am today. And so I shared my life story in nursing with you guys in first shift. So check it out if you haven't, okay? All right. Um, so if you, um, okay, so you have issues downloading the, the VT workbook or the V2? Let me know, because V2 is, you, you get V2 
let me see, you get V2. Let me go here, student workbook. You should, I think what some students do, y'all try to download it from here, or I don't know, just go to the blue. If you go to this blue um, thing here, where is that? There you go. If you go to the blue um, arrow, let me not just comment, it will download right to your computer and you should be able to pull it up, okay? It's a downloadable workbook. So I'm not sure what issues you're having with it, but there it is. Okay. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I didn't include the, and the, okay, so let me say this. Some people may choose not to print out these pages. I always say, go ahead and print them out because I'm going through all of these topics. These are the topics that I talk about in the lecture. So we're doing um, labor and delivery. I told y'all blood gas interpretation, chest tubes, congestive heart failure. And these things are not in the quick facts book. So some people say it's quick facts enough to pass NCLEX. No, it's not enough to pass NCLEX because you still need to be able to move through. Okay. You still need to be able to move through these other topics that I don't cover in the quick facts. Okay. Okay. I would say V2 is the better one, okay? V2 is the better one for you to get. Some people are asking, should I get the VT or should I get the V2? I would say get V2, okay? And again, print out the workbook. Even if you don't feel like it, go ahead and print it out because this is the calendar. It's inside of the workbook. Um, the workbook is going to give you the structure of where those notes should go. Okay, a structure of where those notes should go. Okay, somebody says, I, I and that's what I like. That's what you should have did, Terika. Um, printed it out, made a binder for it because you're going to be doing, you want to be doing a lot of note taking. It's a again, Terika said, I'm ready to roll. No, it came back on. Oh, it's, it's my camera. All right. Um, question bank questions. A lot of questions. If you have a workbook from VT, do you still need to download the workbook from V2? You can still use the, you could use the workbook from VT. Um, however, it's going to have a lot of different questions. The questions in V2 are totally different from the questions in VT. So all of those questions in the VT, you're not going to find them in V2. Okay. Um, and somebody asked about creating a test. Can you create a test by um, subjects? So you can, uh, let me go here. And I hope you guys can see this, but yes. Yeah, so you can create a test by subjects if you want easy, moderate or hard, easy, moderate or hard questions. Um, quick facts for LPN is not different. So easy, moderate or hard. So if you want to, um, most of the questions though are not easy. I, I would definitely say most of them are in the moderate category. So. Mess or NGN case studies there. There's 15 that are moderate here. Med search 300 pharmacology, clinical math, management of care. All right. So these are the ones that I have in my question bank. So you can choose to do some or none of them. If you don't want to do the NGN questions, just unclick it and you won't get them. If you don't want to do the case studies, some of you are like, uh, -uh I don't want to do those case studies. That's too much for me then don't do it. Don't do the, don't do them. Okay. Um, does the V2 workbook cover materials in the VT as well? It is the V the V2 covers the same topics as the V2, the VT. 
Um, and again, you're getting three months access. So we will be adding more and more things to the V2 for you guys. Uh, it is just newly released technology. Even us, we're like amazed at all the things that we can do with it. Uh, and so, mm, yeah, so that's why we are um, where we are now. Um, I have VT. Is it already, is it necessary to have both? The only reason why we created the V2 is because we're trying to get ahead of the technology of the test changing. So VT is fine. If you have VT and you're not taking next gen and you love VT and you don't want to learn V2 or whatever, stay with VT. That's fine. But if you have to take next gen in Clex, do yourself a favor, get in V2. Somebody says this, I don't have a start for my exam. So how do I get into the material? Cause I'm being asked the questions. Okay. You, if you don't have VT or V2, just go to remarnurse.com and you can get either one. But if you, if you needed something else and I didn't, I'm not understanding this, then let me know. Okay. All right. Um, do I need the quick facts book? Yes. Absolutely. If you're a nursing school, you need quick facts. Every nursing student period should have quick facts because this book is your go-to pocket guide for a ton of content. And look how light it is. I'm showing it this way because it's super light, but you'll really like it. For those of you that have it, give it a thumbs up. You'll really like it because it's a question and answer book. So that means that when I say it's quick facts, it's quick facts. All right. I'm not trying to keep you there all day. You usually, you only got three hours to study. And so it goes over all of these topics. Plus it has its own calendar too, if you want to, but yeah, quick facts, okay? All right, this is quick facts, okay? I'm gonna say, yes, it's great, I have it. Every nursing student should have that. Okay, yes, I do. All right, now what else? Staples or Office Depot to print, okay. Mm. Tammy says, I just rescheduled to be able to finish Remar and I don't have another ATT yet. So it should be coming. I, I don't know what state you're applying to, but uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough waiting for those. It's, I know it's tough waiting for those. Okay. Um, quick facts by itself. I think quick facts by itself is sold out and you may be able to buy it off of Amazon if it's one, but it may be from a second seller. So maybe somebody is selling a used version of the quick facts or sometimes people will buy quick facts and then resell them at a higher price so i've seen quick facts books on amazon for 70 dollars, and people are buying them so understand guys when you don't you know understand just how it can be out there okay um and if you need me for anything um concerning your account specifically some of you guys have specific account questions please email support at remarnurse.com. I'm support at remarreview.com, okay? For specific account questions, like where is my quick facts book? I can't remember my password, things like that. Team Remar, even right now, Team Remar is working. So if you have questions, um, you have questions, go ahead. Uh, yes, it works when you, when you, yes, invest in it. Yes, congratulations. January is just like days away. Congratulations is days away. Okay, I you know what I have a surprise for you guys. Um, we have our patient Gabriella here. Can you say hi, Gabriella, to everybody? Hi. And she is looking happy.
happy and healthy. And now they were worried. They were worried about you, Gabriella. They were. Yeah, they were really worried about you. And they wanted to make sure that you were okay. And so I'm okay. And so I want to pray for you guys so you guys can be okay too. Oh, you're going to pray for them? Yes. Oh, I okay. You shot me up. <laughs> okay, let's pray for my nurses. Okay. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I pray that everybody who repeat test takes like 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 succeeds and stuff and they like succeed and have a good time make sure they don't fail lord in jesus name amen amen just make it the listen the words of a child that's what we need just make sure they don't fail lord that's it i like that people people like that daddy <laughs> somebody called you daddy's girl they ain't never lie they ain't never lie you your father's child for <laughs> sure amen all right baby you think good job today Bye. See you later. Bye. Good night. It's past Gabriella's bedtime. That's what it is. All right. It's past Gabriella's bedtime. They said amen. <laughs> All right, guys. So we we said our prayers. We we looked at the patients today. We got another shift coming up. We in this thing. And I'm just asking, whew, get us through another two reports of Miss Henrietta. <laughs> Get us through another two of her reports and she's given us the worst patients in history. <laughs> but it's been a good time studying with you guys. If it's your first time, my name is Regina Callion and I am the number one NCLEX instructor on the planet. I have the very best nursing students that join and study with me from all over the globe. So if you're here, consider yourself part of a, a record-breaking community that show up every night, every night, every night, guys. And so I appreciate you guys. We are in the middle of seven days of NCLEX. It will be coming to an end very soon. It will be coming to an end. But before it comes to an end, we're going to bring in the New Year's together. So it's tomorrow, New Year's Eve. It's tomorrow. What's today? No, it's today after tomorrow. Saturday's New Year's Eve. Oh, my goodness. Y'all had me scared for a minute. Okay, okay, okay. But we are New Year's Eve. We're kicking it together tomorrow. Oh, let me tell you this. Tomorrow, the class starts at, you know what time class starts tomorrow? Tomorrow, class starts at 1 p.m. So you have to set a new alarm. Oh, I forgot to tell everybody that. 1 p.m. for tomorrow, not 8 p.m. You come at 8 p.m., it's going to be too late. All the fun is going to be over. Y'all going to be the miss report and miss the baby. I missed everybody. So Tomorrow at 1 p.m. I will see you guys then. All right. And remember, I say this all the time. You can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. See you tomorrow. <laughs>